welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? Oh, it's going. It's going better than any uh, Andrew Luck owners, that's for sure. Or Colts fans, nonetheless. Um, and I got a, I got the real reason. So I busted out the balls this weekend after the news broke because I had to get to the bottom of this. I was like, oh, I got to know. So I found a nice quiet spot. Uh-huh. Uh, got the crystal balls out. Rubbed them slowly and asked them some really serious questions. And I found out why Andrew Luck really retired. Coming up very shortly. But before we do, let's get into our, uh, our sponsor, mm. which is the oh-so-great DynastyOwner.com. DynastyOwner.com, it's the same website we've been preaching to you to join up to get into that free, sweet beta testing for about a month now. Uh, and if you didn't, well, the buck's got to stop somewhere. It's filled. It's done. Their entire website is full of free users. So you missed out that on that chicken me and Garrett were talking about last week. Free chicken. Free chicken. Uh, How did you guys miss out on that? I have no idea, but you live and you learn. There's still time to get in on the 2020 season. All you got to do is email Tim at DynastyOwner.com. He'll hook you up. He'll, he'll, he'll get you in there. Tim at DynastyOwner.com. Remember, Dynasty Owner is just a new way to play fantasy football. It's built around actual NFL ca- uh, contracts. So that's how you build your team. You get a salary cap. I think it's right around like $91 million. Matt and I are doing a show for them uh, this, later this week. should be out next week. Uh, a podcast it is. So make sure to check out their podcast, DynastyOwner.com. And it's just a different way to play fantasy and dynasty nonetheless. And how are good are you at actually being a salary cap analyst and a GM at once? So like a true GM, you know, like it's not just about drafting somebody. No, you got to them. It's like a little bit of auction with NFL salary. It's tough, man. You got to work the numbers and the players. Yeah. Cause all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. you know, you got this player, he's under contract, you drafted him, And I was like, it's this big raise. And you're like, Oh shit kebabs. That doesn't fit under my uh, salary structure. I got to trade this guy. Why? Because he's so good. It's it's Mike Evans. Like uh, he's got to go. Too rich for my blood. Can't afford this guy. But who knows? Maybe in like two or three years, when his front loaded contract starts running down, he's only making two million dollars a year. He's, there you a gra- go. he's a great bargain. Oh wow, super bargain. Wow, that gives me some blood flow. Yeah. So check him out. Dynastyowner.com. See what it does for you. See how uh, excited you get with him. Dynastyowner.com. Dynastyowner.com. It's a new way to play dynasty. Uh, check them out today. Make sure you email Tim at DynastyOwner.com to get in for their 2020 season. It's not too late for that, even though it's too late for 2020, 2019 because you procrastinated. And just like Dynasty Fantasy Football, if you stay stagnant, you miss out on a lot of things. And here you out. Here you are today for the thousands that didn't get into it. Miss it out on DynastyOwner.com. Not me because I'm not a fool. So basically it would be like is like you stayed at the mall too long and like all the, the food court closed, but like you're still in the mall. Is that basically what it like? So you can't get that free chicken anymore. Pretty much, yeah. It's, it's like it it's, can't it's pass close. by. The, like you walked, like you're, you know what? You you what? You walked by the one store and you're like, I'm gonna get a piece of that chicken here next time I go around. And you went to Foot Locker or one of those fancy shoe stores. You're like, oh, these are nice shoes. You went back to go get that chicken and then you like saw yeah. some shirt you liked and then you go back and you just about get that chicken. She's like, oh, so sorry, ran out. And you're like, oh <sighs> man. Are you guys talking about the delicious bourbon chicken or yeah. like the? the unnamed chicken chain store that passes out chicken also. 
all the above. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's just free as chicken. long as it's free. For just yeah, just uh, just theoretically, have you guys ever like walked by there like multiple times? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Apparently, yeah. Matt did not listen to the show last week. We had no. a whole five minute conversation on the free chicken. Yeah, uh, I I, I confess that I was the guy that like noodles. walked by and then like ten minutes later like walked by again like you know tried like not to look at them and was, be like oh that's right I'm by okay well I'm while well, I'm here did you have the wherewithal to like take a hat off or anything like that or like flip your <laughs> jacket flip your jacket inside out or anything <laughs> shave or? the beard real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now we have a ten minute conversation on free chicken. I'll, I'll take I'll up. take that laughter as a no. All right. <laughs> so obviously no, we got no. some we got some big news uh, of the week, and it's Andrew Luck, and he called it quit. He retired on the Colts. Uh, we knew the injury was a little fishy, and apparently it's hurting Andrew. But like I said, I busted out the crystal balls. I asked him. I was like, "Hey, hey, sweet balls." What's the dilly, yo? What's going on with Andrew Luck out there? Why is he just quitting? At, you know, he's coming off a one of his best career years, uh, only 29 years old, but, you know, thir- turned 30. Uh, got some good money left, like about $70 million there. Uh, they're Super Bowl contenders. So what's going on, Crystal Balls? And I found out what happened. It's no coincidence that leading up to this uh, announcement, it came right after they spent a week practicing with the Cleveland Browns. Mm. They were playing with them all week long. And all week long, Baker saw the front four of the Cleveland Browns. And not only that, he saw Baker Mayfield. You mean Andrew saw the the, the front four? Of the yes, Browns. yes. Who did I say saw? You said, you Baker. said Baker. You just got Baker on your mind. He's it's always fine. on my mind. Yeah. He's my bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and he saw Baker just out there whirling the ball, practicing it up, looking great like he always does, you know, rolling out of bed and looking great, going to bed, looking great, feel great, look good, feel good. If look good, feel good is a real thing, he just must feel fantastic mm-hmm. all day long. And then the preseason came game came and went and he was like damn dude baker's amazing that dude that defense is amazing i got no chance to ever win the super bowl i'm never getting out of the afc ever again not with baker here he's younger than me well guess i'm just gonna go ahead and call it a career <laughs> got That's my money me. yeah got and, my health i'm out and then he went to he went to ear and he was like listen guys uh i appreciate that you guys set up this practice but i saw what i saw and i'm out jimmy all right, I'm out, Ballard. I got to go. And they're like, no, don't, don't, don't worry. Just anything we can do to like just change your mind. He's like, no, this is, it's a fruitless. I'm not going to sit here and keep getting banged up just to lose. Like, just I'm a winner. Playing for second place, basically. I yeah, mean, geez, right. in the yeah. AFC. Yeah, he's like, have you ever listened to the Nerds podcast? Second place is meaningless. Mm-hmm. You know? I can tell my grandkids about that, like how many Super Bowls I lost or how many AFC championship games I lost. You know, this is ridiculous. I'm out. And you're like, well, you know, I mean, you've been hurt for the – the, the last years, maybe Baker get hurt too. And he just looked at Jim. He's like, Jim, put down the drink. Okay. I've been meaning to tell you that for the last seven years. Just put down the drink. So, no, but on a serious note, uh, it just comes down. Like, I'm happy for Andrew Luck. I know Colts fans don't want to hear it. Dynasty owners are in Superflex Leagues don't want to hear it. But, I mean, good for that, dude. He's super smart. He's made $100 million. And he's been hurt for the last four years. And, like, and, and bad they, pain. They paid him too, man. They like paid off. He, they could have asked for a bunch of his bonus back, and they just they just let him keep it. Yeah, because and... Jim didn't put the drink down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Andrew tried to warn him. <laughs> he didn't put the drink yeah. down. So, I mean, is anybody out there at a you know? If anybody, here's the best way to put it. If you anybody out there was at a job, no matter how cool the job is, you know how awesome the job is, and you're really good at that job, and you're super smart. But for the last four years of that job, like you had trouble sleeping, you're in pain every single day of your life. 
you're, you know, it's you, you read stories of other people that had the same job that are having trouble later in life. And on top of that, you've already made a hundred million dollars. You're not going to quit that job. Well, if you didn't, you're stupid. All right. It's stupid. You only get one life. You can't sacrifice it for something silly as football. And I know we all play fantasy football and I love football more than just about anything, but you know, I understand exactly where he's coming from and I'm surprised other players don't do it. But again, at the same time, other players haven't made a hundred million dollars. Right. So that's a difference maker too. And again, he's a really smart guy and he's 29, still super young. He knows he's got his whole life ahead of him. Why, why do that to yourself? And nobody out there would, nobody would. And if you did, it's not a very wise decision. And now right? he, now he can just go out and get endorsed by like razors and stuff like that to shave that disgusting neck beard. And he'll, he'll probably make a fortune on that also. I mean, it's fine. See, see you, buddy. Hey, it's Gillette calling. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it, it, you know, obviously if it was Baker Mayfield at 29. I'd be, I'd be sad. I'd be really sad. But at the same time, Colts fans, you've had a good, really good quarterback for 20 years. So you don't know sadness. Right. You don't despair. Your team's actually still pretty good. You know, for the most part, I mean... I mean, for the last 20 years, you've had Payne Manning and Andrew Luck. For the last 25 years, I've had one playoff appearance, an 0-16 season. I've won three games in three years. And about 35 quarterbacks. Yeah. I know despair, <laughs> all right? But I'm still out here trying. Look at look where it got me today. got me back here. You'll be back, Colts fans. Don't worry, because you're not even gone yet. No, I mean, even the, the backup quarterback that they have... Is is still a guy that's like when he when he played he was like a top twenty guy a couple of years ago. So yeah, I mean he was quarterback uh, number thirty. I thought it was twenty. Was it twenty? Yeah, I mean, it was twenty. I probably just it probably was twenty. So let's talk about it from a dynasty perspective because that's real life perspective. So real life, this is all this all kosher dynasty. This is this is disaster. This is terrible for sure. What the hell are you doing to me, Andrew? Why would you do this to me? <laughs> Why didn't you get me to prepare it? I literally just had my startup draft in a super flex, and I took you. It wasn't me, but somebody did. Somebody I'm, did. I'm in sure. draft. It just finished, like, last week. And somebody took Andrew Luck. And there's lots of drafts that happened. People took Andrew did, Luck. Did you hear about the guy that took Andrew Luck the day after he retired? Like, he somehow, missed, out, he somehow missed the news. He's like, I can't believe this guy's still sitting here. I'll take Andrew Luck in the third round. Gotcha. Who are the, who are the a-hole uh, league mates letting that go, even go down? Oh, my gosh. That's and screw that guy anyway. Like, where in the world are you? How do you not, you hear, not about even that? hear that? Like, if you're, Especially if your draft's the next day. Like, you should be cramming. If you're into football enough to be in a fantasy league, you should at least have, like, Twitter, ESPN, something. something. Turn on Sports Center. At the very least, you should scroll through Roto World when you wake up before your draft, perhaps. I, I mean, mean it's just dude, something. Do you yeah, not anything. poop? Like, talk, what, talk what, do you do? what do you do when plays? you do poop? <laughs> I mean, come on, it's fantasy football time. It's it's finest is pooping sure. time. I mean, come on. Well, Definitely, no doubt. That guy. So yeah. let's look at this from a couple ways here. First, let's look at what's going on in Indy before we get over to the people like that have luck and what can they do. So you mentioned, Matt, they have Joby, Jacoby Brissett there, mm-hmm. uh, who started, what, 15 out of the 16 games uh, in 2017? Yes, it was. So he finishes, what, quarterback 30? I thought I have it down as 30. You said it was 20. Um, I'll take your word for it. And I think it was 20. I think you're right. And that year, T.Y. Hilton took a big hit. He, was, he played uh, in all the games. He was wide receiver 27. And the biggest beneficiary was Jack Doyle, who finished the year as tight end number seven on the year, who only played 15 games. But at the same time, that offensive line was way worse. So much. Like, we can't emphasize enough how much worse that offensive line was. Then. Emphasize, please. A lot. That's a very good <laughs> adjective. Uh, 
It was a, as Garrett would say, so it was a much. lot worse, so much worse. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, when you're in the bathroom, what you're excreting is what was going on in that front of the line. Okay, it was a very smelly, sticky situation. So in our league, he was he was quarterback twenty two. So okay. I mean, low end quarterback too, right? Which isn't isn't good enough. Not great, no, but. Better but, than, you know, something. And it was probably know, partly because he played in 16 games. Like, there was probably quarterbacks that would have been ahead of him, but they only played, like, 13 games because they got hurt or something like that. And at the same time, he just got into that offense. Bad O-line. New into this, you know. Now oh, he's yeah, been there. traded from, from New, England. New England. Now he's been there for three years. Same offense. Way better offensive line. And honestly, probably way better weapons. Mm-hmm. Now you have Paris Campbell. You have Deion Kane. You have T.Y. Hillam. You have Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron, and you got Naheem Hines, and you got Marlon Mack with a much better offensive line. Yep. An all-pro all left guard. And a better defense, too. That doesn't necessarily help him but um, from like a fantasy perspective, but it's going to help him from a real-life perspective that you know he's going to get breaks. He's not just going to, oh, the other team scored real quick. i got to run back on the field. So, for me, I think the Colts are still going to be okay. I think T.Y. Hillen does kind of regret, like, take a hit from this uh, for sure. I think it does help Paris Campbell, who returned back to practice today with his quick, you know, his quick slants. I think it's going to be a nice uh, safety net for Brissett. But, again, it, it's kind of hard on the no for sure because this is gonna, this is a completely different situation. We just can't judge it off of 2017. Brissett might play enough. They might go to the AFC Championship game, and he might get a long-term contract extension. Mm-hmm. But for me, in fantasy, I'm using this opportunity, and I'm selling Andrew Luck. I mean, uh, Jacoby Brissett. I'm gonna, if I'm a Superflex League, preferably to the Andrew Luck owner uh, or to anybody that wants him, I'm, prefer- I'm going to try and trade him. Uh, I would love to somehow get it. You know, obviously, this is not in, in a regular league, but in a Superflex League, you might be able to get a 2021st for Jacoby Brissett. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if you sell it with that team, you know, like, God, look at the weapons they have around him. Like, even if he's just average, he's going to be – Good enough for you because now, now that quarterback twenty is way different than a one QB league. Now he has value. Now he's somebody that you could start week in, week out on your roster. So if you can afford to get rid of him for somebody that you probably went to the season, unless you're an Andrew Luck owner as your backup, I'm gonna carpe diem and I'm gonna I'm gonna seize the day and I'm gonna I'm gonna trade him and I'm gonna try and get a 2021st or just a player back that I like, like Daniel Jones. He's looked good. Mm. Yeah, he's looked real good. Almost like his college type. Almost. Pretty, pretty good. But with guys and that athletic. catch passes on the other side of those throws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Shepard's going to be back week one for him, catching yeah. some balls. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So what, do, so what are you guys doing with Brissett? Like, where do you guys stand on Jacoby Brissett right now? You say you own him. You know, say say it's super flex, right? Say you didn't have Andrew Luck. And say your quarterbacks are uh, Baker Mayfield and Carson Wentz. Or Drew Brees or hmm, Big Ben. Baker Mayfield. I was going to say, make it a little tougher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big Ben, Baker Mayfield, and Jacoby Brissett, and that's all you got. That's it. Those are your three quarterbacks. Are you just going to hold on to Brissett and play out the, the season and see where it gets you? Or are you going to sell high now where he has the most value you possibly can? Uh, uh, personally, uh, I mean, I don't I don't even think this is a relevant conversation unless it's super flex. Let me just put that yeah, out there. Yeah, it's only super flex. Sure. Yeah. And, and if, it, if it is a super flex with the, that exact situation, you know, an older guy that's probably only got a couple of years left and, and a young stud, I'm probably I'm probably still going to sell him, to be honest, and, and just get out high on him. Because, I mean, I'm not sure he's going to have any high-end value ever. And if I can get a first-round draft pick for him in a super flex, I would feel real comfortable with that, especially going into next year's draft. 
if that's a selling point, then yeah, I'm definitely selling too. If I'm getting low balled and I'm only getting like offered 20, 20 seconds, I, I, at that point, I might rather just hold on to him, see what happens throughout the year, see if his value goes up at any point or he keeps the job or even next year, you know, this is the, the end of his contract after this year. So he could go somewhere else next year also. So I'm selling him if I'm actually able to sell him high and get a 2021st. What if somebody came up with that offer? I just mentioned before they offer you super flex. They offer you Daniel Jones for Brissett. Say they want somebody that was going to start. Right. And they're like, Hey, I'll give you Daniel Jones for Brissett. Sign me up right now. That's a first round Pick. value in my yeah. eyes. Yeah. Nope. Me too. So I would love to do that as well. Just try and get younger, not younger, but a higher upside. As higher well. upside is what I, what it is, is what I see there. For so sure. easy. So it's an easy decision, decision that we're three for three that we all agree we would sell Brissett in a super flex league immediately. Now, I can go back with a single league uh, QB here, and I think I can play a little bit differently on Matt where you could still make a move, not for Brissett here, but I bet there's a lot of teams out there, maybe 15%. Uh, that would have Andrew Luck as their quarterback in a single QB league, and then that's it. That's all they really have. I bet there's a lot of people out there that have that kind of team because you have a quarterback who's only 29 years old, who's elite, who's top end at their position, and nobody behind them. So you probably haven't been really been focused on quarterback because you have you've had no need to. Um, you know, I'm in the league. My oldest league, I have Drew Brees. My backups are Daniel Jones and Andy Dalton. If Drew Brees just retired all of a sudden, if that was him today, I'd be screwed. I'd I'd be looking to make a move for a quarterback. So this is a good time if to identify that team that had Andrew Luck, see where they stand at quarterback, and I guarantee there's some teams out there that have a backup quarterback. This is where it's a one time again. Matt mentioned this is only relevant for Superflex, but sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures. And in Dynasty, there's no greater time to get the maximum value on a position of your team than when another player loses a player to injury whether it be a running back tearing his ACL, a receiver tearing his ACL, a tight end, you know, getting diarrhea, or a quarterback just retiring up out of the blue because he's tired of the pain. So we all know in a regular 1QB league in Dynasty, the quarterback position is the whole reason Superflex was invented. It has the least value at the most important position in the league. So now if you have any kind of good, decent quarterback, even a guy like who you would never want to start, essentially like in a Matt Stafford, right? Matt Stafford's a really good name. Didn't have one QB1 last year. Uh, year. He wasn't top 12 QB once last year. So for fantasy-wise, he was absolutely about as worse it can get as it, it could be in fantasy last year. Now, all of a sudden, you can probably flip Matt Stafford to this Andrew Luck owner for a 20-22. And in a one QB league, that's extremely valuable Yep. because now you're going to get the best QB in the draft in that one QB league most likely with that 2022nd if you wanted to, which should be an upgrade over a guy like Matt Stafford. So and this is a good moment to make a move like that. I totally, I mean, I totally agree with that strategic take there. Um, I just want to clarify what I was referencing earlier was was just Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you couldn't go to that same owner and expect to get a second round pick for Jacoby Brissett. You but, could expect to get a third, maybe. Oh, and okay, yeah, done deal. Which, done. which, which is still, Anything. which is yeah. still selling high in a one QB league in my eyes for for Jacoby Brissett. So I would take it, but it's not like a big move the needle type of move. You know, oh, what I mean? I'd be ecstatic with that too, though. Like if I was yeah. in a one QB league and I had Brissett and someone's hey, I'll give you twenty twenty third. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I, I sold same exact same exact scenario happened in our league two years ago. I had Jacoby Brissett, and when Andrew Luck went down, the Andrew Luck owner. Immediately, I, I sent him a trade offer, Jacoby Brissett, for a third round pick, and I got it. And that was only when Andrew Luck was injured. Yeah, so, the, toe, the, the 
ankle yeah. foot. No, that was when he when the shoulder. shoulder yeah, that was a snowboarding sh- thing. He's had so many injuries. You know what? We don't even know because the Colts are so wishy washy and they lie about his injuries all the time. He's probably had way more stuff going That's on. We don't even know about. Put yeah. down the drink, Jim. <laughs> Need answers. Hell's <laughs> going on out there? We just retire. This is wor- This is the worst retirement ever. Like, dude, shocking wise, because Barry Sanders was thirty one. Okay, maybe Jim Brown, but that's way past my time when he right. came off an NFL MVP season and retired, and then when made more money doing a movie. But again, he had a better opportunity. Right, right. You know, that was a. Whole, I mean, that was when NFL wasn't giving life changing money to people. You know yeah. what I mean? So, it, so he went out, and made more money in, in Hollywood. So that's Calvin like, Johnson was thirty. Right. So he was a little older, same well, thing off injury. And, and part of it was Robert too, Smith was just poof. Oh yeah, gone. he he just vanished like far in the wind. Vikings, he, yeah. yeah, it wasn't even like injury related or anything. He was just done. Uh, part of it too is when he did it. Like Barry Sanders was in July when he did it. Um, Calvin Johnson was in the middle of the offseason, and there were rumblings about like, oh, it's, it could potentially happen. Like, doubt it. He'll probably they'll probably come back. We knew nothing that this was even like on Andrew Luck's mind, and it happened in week three of the preseason. So that's what makes it one of the most like devastating and crazy stories that we've we've heard. Adam Schefter said it was it was his biggest like uh, news break of all time that he's had. Yeah, and you got to imagine too. It's what we know. You know I mean, this could have been something simply Andrew Luck approached him a while back and said, sure. "Hey, you know, guys, I this." And I, I mean, I heard there were like behind the scene rumblings earlier. I can't remember wh- what source that was. It's possible, and we won't know. Sure. So it, it, there's no need to speculate on it. But at the same time, he could have said, "Hey," and they said, "Hey, just give us to the pre- let's see if it heals, give it time," and it didn't heal, and it didn't get better, and here we are. And it still hurts. Or maybe maybe he was fine, and then he just got this other injury all of a sudden, and he's like, shit, it hurts every day. It hurts to rehab. It's not getting better. If I do play in this, I'm going to play on pain all year long, which I did before, and I hated it. I was miserable. I'm not willing to do that. And I'm not going to keep taking their money and keep doing this and then retire. You know what I mean? It's like, what's worse? That you don't play all year because you say your foot hurt, and then you just retire after you take a whole year? Then people are still going to complain. You know, it's a lose-lose situation. I'm like, well, why don't you just retire? Why do you take all the money? Why do you take your money? Why do you just save the money? Well, there was also a lot of talk about how Andrew Luck just felt a certain responsibility, you know, especially as being like the starting quarterback of any any franchise, and and it's the the biggest part of that responsibility was being there day in and day out, and he just couldn't do it. He just he just could not live up to that expectation that he had for himself as a starting quarterback. And look at that man! Like if he if he knew he wanted to retire, why would he go through all of training camp? You know, why would he, why do you, why would he, that's his the least favorite people hold out for that. So he would yeah. have retired earlier. So something had to happen right. in between to make him retire. So like you said, I mean, he, he watched Baker's perfection for a whole week. So, <laughs> so, I mean, that just pushed him over the edge. I get, I get it. I saw it false. <laughs> it's uh clear as day to me. So now the Colts as, as a whole, you know, we already had uh Marlon Mack as a cell. Does this help Naheem Hines? I think so. Could as a nice third down back. Uh, Hurts Marlon Mack a little bit more, even more so to crowd the box. Probably. Hurts T.Y. Hilton a yep. little bit. I think this is a good time to maybe possibly see what you can get Jack Doyle for. Because I think a lot of people are going to be scared of any Colt right now. I think it's a good opportunity to get Paris Campbell. And I think it's a good time to buy Jack Doyle just to see. I've been saying for a while now I like Jack Doyle more than Ebron as it was. He definitely produced when they're both on the field. Garrett mentioned earlier that uh, Brissett likes Doyle. Mm-hmm. He had a successful year, his best year ever with uh, Brissett at the helm. And this Paris Campbell, you know, this might hurt Paris Campbell's dynasty value just a little bit. And when I mentioned before where you let injuries, you got to make those moves, sometimes it's not just selling to that guy, 
sometimes buying uh, other players around there that you may feel affected. And Paris Campbell maybe just slipped a little bit. It's still a really good quality buy out there in the dynasty world. And I'm seeing if I can get him. If I could flip him for, you know, maybe I drafted, maybe Paris Campbell went you know, two spots ahead of me. I took AJ Brown, you know, just something like that. And now that AJ Brown owner is willing to flip with me now, I'd still make that move. Yeah. Personally. I mean, it's again, talent trumps all. Yep. And the tape trumps all. And I know you guys were higher on AJ Brown than I was, but that's what I'm looking to do is trying to go out there and get a guy like Paris Campbell. And Hey man, we don't even know who their quarterback's going to be in 2020. I don't think, I don't think he's very value, valuable. I love those. And then you're like, well, then why are you trying to buy him? <laughs> exactly. You know, what's the I, let me tell you how bad he is. And oh, but yeah, I want him, but I'll take him. Do you love that in dynasty? When somebody tries to buy someone, they just want to tell you how bad he is all the time. You're like, oh, wow. I should probably give you less then. <laughs> I mean, that's the way you're making it sound here to me. Is there anything else on the Colts that you guys want to hit on here that's um, you may feel is dynasty relevant out there for the listeners? I mean, I, not not too much. I mean, the yards per attempt, I'm looking at both the guys, and, and they're pretty similar. I mean, you know, Luck's got 7.2, and I think I think Brissett's at like 6.4 or 6.5 the year that he was there in Indiana. So it's... I mean, I'm not sure there's going to be that much of a drop-off as far as, you know, hey, let's suck everything real close to the line of scrimmage now that Jacoby Brissett is there. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I think the indications are that maybe T.Y. will be down a little bit, but I, I'm not sure. That, anything else will? I'm not sure anything else is going to really be that much of a difference. I mean, sure, early on in the season, he might just be, you know, trying to get used to some new things. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess he's been there all off season, so there's nothing to really. Yeah, we'll see. We'll know out the to. gates where he stands. Sure. I mean, out the gates. Because again, he's not being thrown in the fire like he was before. He's been, he's been with the team for three years. Andrew Luck's been hurt for months. So right. he's been the guy no matter what anyways in, the, in, in training camp all up to this point. So he's been the guy going right, at this point right, as right. it was with the one. So there's no excuses going into this. I know the three of us were never never very high on the guy, even for 2019, but this basically kills any Devin Funchess um, usage for 2019. Oh, I, yeah, I already done. I've, well, I, we didn't, but there were people out there that, that did like him. So this, this kills that for them. I, I like Deion Kane still here. Uh, I like his opportunity here with Brissett as well, uh, who's had a lot of like, you know, one-on-one time. Oh, one-on-one time. That's nice. Yeah. So another big, our first big injury of the year. So we've had a big retirement, which is crazy. I wonder if we'll see, we'll see this again sometime. Who knows if it's going to be in our podcast lifetime, but we'll see it again. Happens every. So often. Every 30 years, it seems like. No, no, because. Probably every five. Calvin was, yeah. Five to 10. There's kind of like a random retirement. I'd say 10 to 15 sounds more like it. Because then before that was Barry Sanders. He was what, 99? Barry Sanders? Yeah. When did he retire? Oh, it's like every 10 years. Who's next? Better, oh, not, better, not, be, better not be Baker. Just Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he saw Baker too. I saw. Um, <laughs> but a big injury is Lamar Miller tore his ACL, and I know Matt didn't like a Lamar Miller, but this is a team that has. Listen, a- for his before you go on. I mean, I don't like him as a player. I don't love him, but he was presenting great value at yeah. at some point in this offseason. So, so I, now you're a big fan. Well, no, I'm not a big fan. I don't love the guy, but. But I mean, now that they got Duke Johnson, his value shot anyway. But and now he's blowing out his ACL on top of that. So, so let's talk about this. So Lamar sure. Miller's gone. He won't be back next year. Most they're going to get out from his salary. Right. They traded, you know, Duke Johnson under contract for two more years there in Houston. They just gave a third round pick for him. It's a third round pick for sure now because he's the guy. Like, unless right. he, get, unless he gets injured, unless yeah. he gets hurt, right. But this is, you know, obviously then we have Higdon and we have Crockett. Crockett there is backup. I would like to have Demario Crockett. Uh, as my personal guy, I had to pick one. But let's see, because let's see. Still, 
if all these running backs make it out of Buffalo. They're, like, they're, they're still something's gonna they're gonna get a running back out. They're gonna bring somebody. I was gonna in. say their starting running back. I don't think is on their team right now. I think I think they trade for somebody, and I I don't think it's Melvin Gordon. I know some people wanted to hype that. I don't think it's Melvin Gordon, um, and I don't think it's even probably that big of a name. I think the biggest name that it could be would be old, old Shady. Yeah, uh, Carlos Hyde maybe. Like those would be the quote unquote big names if they were to trade for somebody. I could definitely see Carlos Hyde and. See, one, they already play together. And two, they could fit exactly what they need out of uh they got of Lamar Miller from Carlos Hyde, just being that, you know, thumping running back. But I think Duke Johnson's gonna get a bump in his carries. Like he's oh, yeah. gonna get an opportunity here to be the guy uh who's always had success when he's played. I Even run the ball on the ground. He's had success. His numbers are surprising if you look at him. I don't I mean, I don't love the guy because he just doesn't play with enough physicality for me. And I, I think if you're a Browns fan and you've watched him over the years, I think you would recognize that and i know you i know you know that i but it's just don't i just want you to be aware i guess of, of all the depth that um the patriots have at running back because it's a very similar system and one of those guys is oh, yeah. likely gonna come free rex burkhead rex burkhead or you know i don't think it's i don't think they're gonna get rid of brandon bolden but i mean i could see rex burkhead getting caught and, and ending up in houston just because of the fam- familiarity with this that systems. makes sense too mm-hmm. and what what i love out of Duke Johnson is just his elusiveness. He's one of the most elusive running backs in the NFL. So when I look at this with that offensive line anyways, I'm looking at a team that's looking to play a lot of, you know, quick release, hurry up, let's go offense here. And I think that alone is what gets Duke Johnson on the field more, you know, where he can't pass protect. He's really good out of the backfield in his receiving game. And I look for them to actually go that route and be that quick release and Duke Johnson to get come – to have it find a success from there. I mean, we can look at Duke Johnson's possible 70 catch kind of yeah. running oh, back yeah, this kind of season. Especially now. Mm-hmm. Which is going to flirt with him. This could potentially put him into that flirtatious where he was in 2017, where he's running back 11 on a year. That can get him right back up to that category where we're moving guys in and out, and we're going to do it again today with the wide receivers. On mm-hmm. a Nerd episode, we're going to give you our top 12 fantasy receivers, who's in, who's out uh, on this week's Nerd episode. Next week, we're going to do bold predictions for both shows. Uh, we're going to bold predictions for the free show, and we're going to bold predictions for the Nerd Herd show as well. But getting into that, Duke Johnson's could flirt with running back one numbers this year. Even if they bring a guy in, no matter who it is, even if it's somebody like Rex Burkhead, who's kind of doo-doo himself. I was going to say, I would love it. Hurt. I mean, I would love it because Rex Burkhead doesn't really pose much of a threat to Duke Johnson's fantasy value. Where so that would Carlos be, that, High would a little bit more. I mean, a little bit, but that guy's glue factory anyway. Do you know what I mean? In my eyes, anyway. So this is great news for Duke Johnson. Yeah. I mean, fantastic news for Duke Johnson. From a dynasty perspective, though, we still probably expect their their running back next year to be in the draft. Def- so definitely. So at what point uh, would you be willing to trade Duke? Like what what offer? Because there's people that are desperate for running back, and you probably have running back depth if you had him on your team. You probably have some sort of depth. What what type of pick would entice you? To move him. Well, for coming from someone that has a lot of Duke Johnson shares, and we did a show, what, a month ago about mm-hmm. going out there and trading for Duke Johnson and how yep. he's like a sneaky kind of like because of this exact. And, uh, and that was before he even got traded for Houston. Because remember, Matt, you made a trade, like you were ranking offers out, out there beforehand. And I, I made was. a lot of, I actually acquired, Duke, I've already had Duke a lot of shares and I got even more shares this mm-hmm. summer, which now I feel great about. Sure. So I would move him. The only thing you're getting off of from him for me, unless you're offering me a player with the same value is going to be a 2021st. Mm. And I'm sorry. That's what it's going to take. Like, I know you're coming at me because you need a running back. So one, I know you're desperate, right? 
And then I know you're coming at me because you feel like you're a contender and now you need a running back or maybe you don't even need like that elite running back. You just need that depth and you want something like I know you need you, a flex running back. Or- yeah. You need that guy. And I know what could do could produce this year. So not only that, if I'm a contender, this is something to help my team. Right? Yeah, running if you're a contender, you're probably not trading them. You're never deep enough at running back. You are never deep enough at running back. You have no idea who's going to go down, when they're going to go down, and how long they'll be out for. All right? If you had Melvin Gordon and Todd Gurley last year going to the end of the season, you te- your team looked dominant. You're on a, you know, you're the number one overall running back. You're the number five overall running back. You looked unstoppable. Then the playoffs come, where are you at? You need depth at running back more so than anything else. And we're going to talk about that in the next show when we talk about these receivers, how important it is. Uh, let's talk about the two different positions, but you can't have enough. So for me, I'll hold out because I'll eventually get that 2021st because Duke's going to produce. Mm-hmm. There's just no way he's not going to produce. That offense is too good for Duke not to produce, right? I mean, Will Fuller, Kiki Kuti, who looks like he's going to be all ready to go week one, and DeAndre Hopkins, and then you're going to move maybe even Duke in the slot or have him come out of the backfield. Yes, please. Yes, give it to me. Again, we're talking high-end running back two numbers, potentially, from Duke Johnson, just on his pass-catching ability alone. I mean, I think that's what you're going to have to rely on. I don't think they have, like, an excellent offensive line or anything. No, it's not good at all. Yeah, so, I mean, I think you're going to have to rely on his pass-catching chops. And he does it well. He does it well enough to make himself fantasy-relevant. I don't think I don't think he's going to have, like, 800 yards of rushing to go along with, you know, 70 catches and another 600 yards. I think it's going to be probably closer to 600, 650 yards. And that's if he is like featured pretty much all year. So I I don't, I don't love the guy as a running back, but I think he's, I love him as a fantasy. I think he's got a a lot of fantasy value. Yeah. If I'm going to sit here and say, talk about like, you know, again, like Derrick Henry. Oh, I don't like Derrick Henry because of this or because of that, it's because I don't think he's a very good fantasy running back. I think Duke Johnson's a very good fantasy running back. You know, do I think Tariq Cohen's a really good running back? No, but he was a really good fantasy running back. And for me, that's that's good enough for me, right? So that's what I'm looking for here. And when we look at these running backs that are like that, you know, we look at guys that are on this list that, you know, guys like, uh, you know, Tariq Cohen. That, you know, we, every year there's these past games running backs. James White, that aren't like even their number one team's running back, but that finishes low end running back ones, the high end running back twos. And there's about three or four of them. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, there's only about three or four that are actually really good at Excel at Sproles it. Sproles used to be that guy too. Sproles is one of those guys. Uh, and guess what? Duke Johnson's one of those guys. And mm-hmm. not only is he just one of those guys, he's one of the best of those guys. No, he's in the top three for receiving for receiving running backs over the last four years. He's caught more footballs than just about anybody else. He's up there with, you know, James White. He's up there at Le'Veon Bell. That's where he's at. He's an elite pass catcher running back. So he's not just like, oh, here's another pass catcher running back. He's one of the best of the best at it. Yep. So we know we have we have history of this. We have production of this. So he's quality. So you're going to get worst case numbers. Worst case floor for Duke Johnson, if he stays healthy, is mid-range running back too. We're talking about running back 16. No, absolutely. That's worst case. Yep. I might be a tad lower, but yeah. You're catching 65 footballs, and you're going to get some in-between tackles on this as well? I, I don't know how much he's going to get between the tackles. I think that's my only concern. Irrelevant. Give me 300 yards and 60 receptions. Seven, you know, six, sure. Six hundred. It doesn't, that's irrelevant. That's just uh, that's, uh, it's I'm like, just saying it's like a quarterback case, that rushes for 400 yards. I'm saying, like, worst case bonus. A, I'm saying worst case is a little lower than that, I think. but I disagree. I think his floor is around running back 16. And maybe hair lower is like running back to 18, but still, he's still a running back too, which yeah. is amazing. You know, most running backs that offer that opportunity, it's going to take a 2021st to give up yeah. to get those guys. Just for reference, the year that you were talking about, the 2017, where he finished running back 11, he only had 348 yards rushing. 
four, yeah. four touchdowns. It was the 74 catches for like nearly 700 yards of receiving that really put his fantasy value. He finishes running back 11 PPR. Yep. Read me those stats again. Give me his full stat line, Matt. He had 82 attempts for 348 yards, four touchdowns on the ground, 74 receptions for 693 yards and another three touchdowns. So that's that's what you're getting on, on 93 targets. So. And that's running back 11 overall, right. which is running back one numbers, which is elite, which is elite. Low-end running back numbers are elite. You know, I don't want to hear, oh, he's a low-end running back one. Just all I hear is running back one. Yeah. That's all I have to right. hear. So, I mean, he, cra- he cracked the 1,000 yards in combined in total. In, yep. to- in total offense, and he scored like seven touchdowns. I mean, last year we had two. James White was running back seven. Tariq Cohen was running back 11, okay? Those, so we had two running back ones that were just pass catching running backs alone right there. So for me, I'm liking it. So it's going to take a 2020 first for me. Mm-hmm. And if you're a contender and you're legit and you need a running back, that's not even really like an overpay. Duke Johnson's young. He's going to produce. He's going to produce this year. He's going to produce next year. You know, would you not love to see a Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin and Duke Johnson combination here in Houston? That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be real nice. It would fit good, too, because we don't know much about Taylor's pass-catching game, so it'd be a good fit. That's why I use him as an example, because yep. we don't need um, even ETN, right? He's, yep. a, he's not a known nope. pass-catcher. So Duke, Duke Johnson, they give a third-round pick for Duke Johnson. Then he's Isn't he the one that said he gets nervous when they throw yeah. the ball? Yeah. Yeah. A third-round pick is really <laughs> That wasn't a good moment for him. Good value. I appreciate honesty, but that was a little too much. <laughs> it was a little bit too much. Don't say you're nervous catching football. No, don't say that. Ah, football. Eek. Ah. Yeah, it's like you're about to like hook up with somebody really high, and you're like, oh, I have a premature ejaculation problem. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Why are you even doing this? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll still be happy when it's over. So, but back to Duke Johnson. Oh. You know, Raymond Duke Johnson. He is somebody that's going to hold value even next year. He's under contract for three years. They gave up a lot for him, a third-round pick. This whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that his lot. name, Raymond? I'm pretty sure it's Raymond. Oh, yeah. okay. Everybody Raymond. loves Raymond. I've never Raymond heard that before Johnson. in my life. Yeah, okay. He goes by Duke because right. his name's Because that's, way, that's, that's way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, well, I know you hated Ray so much, but. My, actually, I do. I almost named my kid Ray. I was so. like, Ray's cooler than Raymond. Yeah, something about I'd go by Ray. There's not many names I don't. Uh, well, Dude, Raymond Johnson? You're, yeah, go with Duke. That's Duke sounds way cooler. Way, way cooler. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you guys think here? Like, what do you think on Duke? Like, would you give up, like, a guy who just had a really good week, J.J. or Sega Whiteside? You know, or if you gave up somebody you took with a late first. So, if you you don't want to give up your 2020 first, but you want to stay, stay with this, like, this rookie class is still fresh. And you're like, hey, I'll give you Debo Samuel. I'll give you J.J. or Sega Whiteside. I'll give you Paris Campbell. You know, I'll give you. A, I'd be happy to give you DK Metcalf or, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, yes, please. AJ Brown, personally, like me. You know, are no, you okay no, with you. doing that? You I, need to run it back here, contender. I was. A, <sighs> it's gonna be hard to do better because listen, this yeah. field's only gonna get thinner. I, mean, I was. I was. Lamar's okay the all. first domino to fall here, people. This running back class is not getting any better from this point forward. It's only getting thinner. And know what, running backs stay the healthiest. The pass catcher running backs. It's true. That's why they always finish his running back ones because they're always on the field. I, I was okay with all the names except for J. Joe. All the other names, be. I was okay. I know you would. Be. I knew. Yeah. So selfish. <laughs> so what, what, what would you give yeah. up a twenty twenty first then? And you, so you had J. Joe and you don't want to give him up. Would you just okay to give up a twenty twenty first? If if I thought I was a legitimate contender, I I expect to be one of the top two teams when it's all said and done. It would hurt really bad, but I would do it. It's gonna hurt, but it's gotta hurt again. You have. 
Yep. You have to give up something to get something. It's going to hurt. You know, and this is the problem. And this is where people fall short in dynasty because they get too attached to the draft picks. And I love them just as much as anybody. I spent six months of my life researching them and talking about them on this podcast. But again, what do we play for, Matt? Championships. Duke Johnson, will he be able to help you potentially win a championship? I think he will. Then it's a move you got to make. Yep. Right. I've now, been, been grappling back and forth in my head while you guys, say, while your, you guys your were face discussing. face was like, I, I wasn't quite sure where you're at. I was going back and forth. And that's I, I, if I was a legitimate contender, I would do it. And that's the you know that's yeah. the, that's probably the most you have to give up. So there's other avenues you can look at. Every team's different, but like that's as far as I'd go. If I needed a running back, it's given my twenty twenty first. If I'm a legit, yeah, contender, if I'm one running back away, that is the only piece I'm missing. I would do it. And maybe you could do for twenty twenty all season. You can wait to see how it plays out. But why even why? Because then what if what if Duke's running back five on a year for just say for shits and you know. And all of a sudden, now you're like, okay, I'll give you that 2021st. And now the guy's like, well, now I need your first and your second. Right. Because I just I was waiting for Melvin Gordon to come back, and now it looks like he's not coming back to week 10. And Mark Ingram just got hurt, and he was my other running back. So now I kind of need him too. You know, when the Dynasty Nerds guy said this, this field wasn't getting thicker. It's only getting thinner. And it's going to keep doing that. So sometimes it might just be pro. Like, if you even feel like you're a thinner running back, you might just be proactive. And then worst case, maybe you maybe something happens on your end. You reflip them back, you know, like midseason if you have to, like for another first or something. But if it's going the wrong way, yeah, you could. Well, not the wrong way for you, your team. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, if he's, if he's going to produce, you're not an actual contender. Yeah. So we all agree, Duke Johnson's a buy. Yeah, I agree. He's a buy for contending and teams. He's a buy, and it it might be a painful sale. My floor is running back sixteen. Garrett's is thirty six. Matt, what's yours? No. <laughs> I I think twenty four is my floor. Okay, running back two. It's a good, it's still a good floor. It is. Yeah, I still think he's. I think I still think he's an RB two. I just don't know if like mid was a little. That's tough the for me basement. To like I'm in mid range. Like no, I think I'm with you. I think as long as I, I I don't see how he could be lower than a mid mid two. To be honest. Yeah, it's, so I'm, it's, I'm with you, Rich. Sorry. All right, thanks. Yeah. Um, so more news and notes. Jordan Reed got another concussion, <sighs> but he's supposed to be ready for week one. Is this his seventh? Uh, I think that's right. He was right around like Garrett's Duke Johnson floor. Yeah. 20, was, 24 concussions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right around there. Perfect. He's got a looser <laughs> nog and then. Uh, Jeez, oh man. He, that one, yeah, I won't talk about her. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? So, oh, but he's man, supposed to be ready for week one, but always a concern. But this is always a concern with Jordan Reed is injuries. Um, it just puts a big damper on me because he was like my hard sell, like even for a bold prediction show. Like I've been preaching him all. Like I do my Fox, I do my debut show on Fox Sports when this show comes out today for the TV show. And I got to do like get people ready for the season. And Jordan Reed was one of those guys that really talk up. And and so now I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I still believe I do. I still like him, but it's like, how am I going to talk up Jordan Reed now? He's already had a concussion before the season started. It's tough. Like odds of Jordan Reed have a concussion again this year. Like 85%. I'd go higher, but okay. (laughs) That's fine. I could, I could get down with that. I was trying to leave a little bit of room for a different, leg injury or something to take him off before he got concussed again. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, last year he played 13 weeks, man. It's, it's good for him. Yeah. So we'll see. I am still believer, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm not gonna be talking about him on TV tomorrow. Let me put it that way. Yeah. No. I don't well, blame you. But that, that's my own little secret stash. Mm-hmm. Um, Darius guys played. Yeah. I was so excited to see him play. He looked he looked really good too. Especially, I, I was shocked though. I don't know how much of the game you guys caught. They gave him fourteen carries, which 
seemed like a really big load for a guy that was coming right back off. Like this was his first live game action uh, in a preseason game. 14 carries seemed like a lot. Um, that said, he looked really good. Uh, he performed well. He caught the ball some. Uh, had a, a nasty stiff arm on a second run. Uh, there was a lot to like. It, it got me feeling more confident about my Darius Geis love after seeing the the week three action. I love the way that guy runs. I did see like a highlight of it and, and he just runs with such anger. He, he like, really does. It, it's, it's, you haven't seen it since like Marshawn Lynch, you know what I mean? Cause they, yeah. I mean, they, they both ran angry. I mean, that's a good comp. I actually, yeah, I like that. Uh, so I just like the way that he runs. It was Matt's favorite attribute about him coming out of college. Just cause I told him, I was like, well, where's, I was always like, I didn't hate Darius guys. But I just didn't love him for where he was going. And I always said, I was like, where's his fantasy production really going to come from if he doesn't catch the ball really well? And Matt's like, dude, he, I think you mentioned even then, he's like, he's like a Marshawn Lynch runner, you know, where he just runs so angry. He's going to produce week in and week out just on a yardage scale. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it just goes back down to like that offense as a whole where, you know, no Trent Williams, Jordan Reed's already got a concussion. We don't even know who the starting receivers are. Josh Dotson allegedly not even making the team here. Case Keenum's a starter for week one. So it's like, okay, we got Trey Quinn, Terry McLaurin out there. Which I do uh, love, by the way. Well, I like, I like all, I love, we said this before in the draft, like love this team long term. It's just so unproven. Just in 2019. Right. And Very that unproven. could end up hurting guys because they're stacking the box against them. You know, it's. Hello. Well, he's not a guy that I expect to have huge fantasy numbers this year anyway. I mean, they're going to be. They're going to be using him. They're going to be using Peterson. Chris Thompson's going to be getting in the game. And like you said, I mean, with Chase, I mean, with Chase um, or Case Keenum, sorry, not Chase, Case Keenum at quarterback, I, I mean, I think it limits the whole offense and, and kind of holds everything back. And then they're going to be out of contention at some point in the year, and then there's going to be just a rookie quarterback in there, which is going to limit things as well. So Yeah, it's, it's fantasy-wise for 2019 season, Washington's not where it's at. Mm, definitely not. A couple other guys came back from injury today. Let's send them before we get out of here. Jerick McKinnon came back to practice today. That's great news for a guy that was potentially going to start the year on the pup. On the pup, yeah. Um, Foggy's things up a little bit more out there in San Francisco because Tevin Coleman looked really good. He was catching the ball good, running the ball more, out snap Matt Breida healthily, you know. Um, so it's just, I, I just want to see McKinnon. I, just, I haven't had one damn chance <laughs> The C. McKinnon whatsoever in his offense. I wonder, not even once. You think they'll play him in the fourth preseason game? I I hope not. He'll yeah. die. <laughs> I guess that plate like a fall off. The platelet rich uh, injection must have worked. Then I mean that was only a, a couple week turnaround, and he seems to be you know he's he's up and practicing again, which is a good sign. I love him in re- I love McKinnon redraft because he's just he's, oh God. I mean he's freaking free. Yeah, he's, he's going like fifteenth round, fourteenth. He's available sometimes even in the waiver wire because nobody wants anything to do with him because they think he's hurt. And I think it's really good value there. I think it hurts Matt Breida a little bit there. And I do think I've come around to saying, okay, Tevin Coleman is the guy there. He's the guy I want to own. If I had one piece for the 2019 season only to have besides George Kittle in San Francisco, it would definitely be Tevin Coleman. But what what happens when Tevin Coleman gets a soft tissue issue? Hello, Breida and McKinnon. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tag team partnership. Right. Kenyon Drake came back today too. Oh, I was so happy to see that. Um, he's... He's such a dynamic player, Matt. You even you even had him in your top twelve, so I'm sure you're probably even more excited. I am excited, than, than man. I, am. Um, I mean, I, I think I think more than anything when when you watch the other guys running the ball, yeah, <laughs> that you realize how much they're going to actually miss. You know, Kenyon Drake. I mean, I think there was. Oh wait, Kellen Balazs isn't the answer. I don't get the hype. 
There was so much hype. I never got the Caleb Balazs hype. Uh, Balazs is like a size, you know, speed freak. Yeah. And and that's where people, you know, they see that and they think, oh, maybe this guy's like going to be a David Johnson type. And he caught the ball well in college. But oddly enough, that just hasn't translated into the NFL. He was a player that was coined one of these guys that looks like Tarzan, plays like Jane, mm-hmm. coming out of Arizona State. And, and it's been true to this point in the NFL. To the, I mean, just funny, weird clips. I mean, I, I know Twitter's what it is, and people can use it however they really want. But, you know, just seeing clips of this guy, like, penetration to the backfield and then he starts running the wrong way <laughs> you know yeah. like crap like that yeah. and then he gets you know like a loss of three and it's just like dude in, in, quit being a baby you're you're like 235 pounds of rocked up muscle go head to head with yeah, that linebacker forward. and go forward don't don't be such a wuss and go backwards yeah it's you just, heard it here first if you're friends with Kellen Village forum this podcast where Matt Herrick called him a little bitch <laughs> damn straight yeah you don't know where I live <laughs> Kellen please don't look it up and I second that motion <laughs> I second that motion Kellen Quit playing like a little bitch. So Kenyon, I'm sure Drake, he's a nice guy. Kenyon Drake's back. <laughs> I'm really excited about Kenyon Drake. We've I don't want to go into it. If you listen to the podcast, we've talked him up so a many lot. times. So many stats we've dropped. You know, like I said, uh, how many games he played where he got under eight carries? How many games he played where he got under three receptions? Despite finishes running back 14 on a year, the sky is the limit. There, there's no real weapons out there. They're giving out. Uh, who got the con- contract extension? Um, it was uh, Jakeem Grant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, so, right, Grant. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, Stills, Parker, Grant, Gasicki. What? No. He finally caught some passes. Giggity goo. Giggity Yeah, I mean. And Josh Rosen looked good. I was actually watching a little bit of that preseason game. Fitzpatrick's going to start. The Dolphins. He went 99 yards. And what he was doing, which was amazing, was running the ball. Did you guys see that? He actually There was something I noticed pre, uh, you know, pre-NFL in his college day. But he moves pretty well within the pocket. Like, he's not, like, super fast, but he's able to avoid some some pressure pretty nicely. He's not a bad quarterback. He went yeah. number four overall for a reason, or six overall for a reason. Ten, ten overall for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Two, four, four six, six, eight, eight ten. Woo. I like Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Rosen's okay. I think he's a nice like part of the future situation. But again, if I have one person here, I just want Ken Drake and that's it. Nothing else. Dynasty, I want Kasiki. Uh, well, and Preston Williams. And Preston Williams. And even though Preston Williams, after his week one performance, has had two duds. Yes, it hasn't he, looked that great. Yes, he has. Which is what usually undrafted free agents do. Sure. So I don't get overly excited when they produce guys like uh, Jacoby Myers, guys like Preston Williams. Right. Nice when you build them up. They have a little something, but. Listen, you got to do it all four weeks to get me excited. Sure. All right. None of this little tickle. All right. I don't need a week one of the preseason. What do they do? I don't even care about that. I don't even care about anything. In the pre- I, don't, I don't care about the preseason. What about a week four? The the most illustrious and Gosh. wonderful oh, week of You mean pre-season. when I got the tickets to? <laughs> I got to go to Thursday. How long? Will you stay the entire game? Fuck, no. I don't stay for any. I, I went to the first game and stayed for the entire game. No. I barely even the third, so I get screwed because I get the first game and the fourth game. Literally two. Oh, weeks the I two have. worst games. Yeah, and I, I have good seats for the Browns. I have four tickets, so I have to pay full price for those games, two of them. So I'm paying about a thousand bucks for those two games. It drives me crazy. I I and ugh. I don't even want to go. You. I don't even want to go because. I don't want to go. Are you taking the kids? Is that yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. And the kids so want to go. A, you'd have a hard time giving them away. And like, I, I can't even complain about parking because I get free parking for ESPN. You know, for ESPN, I get free parking because it's by the stadium. So I can't complain about that. Uh, the kids want to go. 
I do like going down to the stadium because when I have I go down there, you know, I already I already paid for the tickets, so right. sunk that's sunk cost right there. But sir. what's gonna happen when we get down there? Dad, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. All right, here's a pop. Here's, here's eleven dollars worth of pop. Here's eleven dollars. <laughs> no, here's a twenty dollars worth of pop. I'm hungry. All right, here's a twelve dollar popcorn. Ooh, look at the candy man. All right, here's an eighteen dollar <laughs> box of uh, Starburst. Now I'm 150 bucks in on top of that. So now the preseason, because I went to the last preseason game, that's what it pretty much cost me. I'm in for 1500 just in the preseason. Yikes. What the shits is that? A goddamn ripoff. How are these kids going to go to college? <laughs> Who's <laughs> paying for this? <laughs> Their memories are going to pay for it, right? Memories of what? <laughs> Nostalgia. Go the people not making the team? <laughs> Who's that? Ta- Who's that guy, Dad? I saw him on TV. Oh, that's uh, Sheehy Gisipi. Mississippi M I S S I S S I P P I. Uh, was that right? So I think you nailed it. I, yep. I talked really fast, so people can't correct me. Uh, yeah, like who's that? I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know, son. But dad, I thought you were the biggest Browns fan out there, and that's what you do. Like you study these players all day. Why you can't tell me that is? No idea, son. No idea. Never heard of him. Never seen him before. Don't know who he is. What well, can I get his jersey? $150 later, I'm walking out with a Sheehy Gisipi jersey, and here's where I'm at. I'm in for $2,000 on the preseason. Unreal. Last guy coming back on the season, Sterling Shepard. Looks like he's ready for week one. No big news. We thought he was going to be ready for week one. Uh, Giants, I think, are going to be a little bit better than people anticipated them to be on their offense. We talked about this before. Like We didn't think their offense would take a huge hit anyways. We, we talked about buying a lot of those receivers. So Has Slayton uh, returned from the hamstring? He has. He, okay. uh, I thought he retweaked it. I thought he retweaked it as well. Oh, really? Yeah, he yeah. retweeted. Well, it. Well, okay. I know, I know. In the pre, I know in the week three game, he had a really, really nice catch uh, near the end zone. But I, I didn't hear. It I think that might have been where he retweeted it. Of course, uh, he did. From what I've seen Son here, a- um, you can't get Daniel Jones in there fast enough. Bring his athleticism. Bring his arm. Mm-hmm. When Golden, Golden Tate gets in there, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Squam Barkley, Daniel Jones. I can be okay with that. I mean, it's just the countdown to when that begins. You know what I mean? Like that's, I, I feel like that's what every, every giants fans waiting for. That's what, you know, the people that we've preached Daniel Jones to is waiting for that. I mean, that's, it's just one of those things where that's what this season for those people, it's going to come down to. And I won't let anybody forget either. Uh, I promise you that, but remember I am the president <laughs> and I'm a client <laughs> of the Daniel Jones fan club. And I had to go yell at other fantasy analysts <laughs> about why they wouldn't take Daniel Jones and Superflex drafts and how they were all stupid. And uh here I am. He hasn't done anything yet, so I'm not I'm not I'm a pedestal yet. Not time Don't. for the victory lap yet. But I am varnishing the hell out of this pedestal because <laughs> I like it. It's what I do best. I'm a I'm a self proclaimed back sl- clapper. <laughs> and luckily for me, I do it a lot. Well, didn't you tear? Didn't you tear a labrum recently or something? I did it toward my uh, right labrum, my too shoulder. Much, too much back clapping. You're, you're damn right. <laughs> you'll, you'll pull something doing that, you know. Well, when you're as right as me, <laughs> that often it's bound to happen. So you have a torn labrum. Yeah. Uh, that's what the doctor said. He he thinks. You know, I, I went in this. I went to go see a doctor. I was like, like an MRI, yeah. and he's like, "Does this hurt? Does that hurt?" I'm like, "No, not really. It's just discomforting." He's like, "Well." I think you have a torn labrum. I'm like, what do you mean you think? He's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, I could oh, okay. have gone on the internet and thought I had something. What the? Fuck? And he looks at me. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> well, you can get an MRI and know for sure, but you probably probably still do rehab or you just do rehab. And I'm like, well, what should I do? He's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm like, I literally said this. I'm like, 
I don't know, dude. You went to school for eight years for this. Like, I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I'm here for you to tell me what to do. Like, I was there for two and a half hours for this. This is what I'm doing. This is what he tells me. Like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, just tell me what to do. It would be like a mechanic asking you what you want to do on your car. Like, <laughs> dude, like, I don't know. He was a surgeon. Was, yeah. it, was it the dude from that, that commercial? The 18th He's just okay. Yeah, he's yeah, just, just okay. okay. <laughs> it's like, guess who just got reinstated? Yeah. Well, almost. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Dude, like, well, well I, I, and I don't know. Could be, you went to school for over. You're a surgeon. <laughs> I, do, I do not talk about fantasy football. I don't know what to do with my shoulder. And he's like, uh, you probably did just do some rehab. You know, go see a rehab person like twice a week. And I'm like a physical therapist, and I go, mm. ooh. I was like, my neighbor's a physical therapist. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he is, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm like, can I talk to him? And he's like, well, I guess so. Talk to my neighbor. He's like, I was like, hey, dude. Got a torn labrum, I think. <laughs> Help me out. And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. He's like, you told me to go see a physical therapist for t- twice a week. He's like, no. I was like, I'm going to bring this rubber band thing over for you. Got to close it in the door and do all this kind of crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you making masturbatory movements over there for? That's I, how I fix it. That's how I had to fix mine. Oh, really? Man, mine was a rotator cuff. It would have never been broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and he's like, yeah, you're good. Just do this for like two months. And I'm like, it's hurt for like two and a half. Years. And he's like, yeah, just two months should be good. I'm wary. But who knows? Who knows? It could be. I, who knows? I could right. have the bullet virus. Who knows? Because <laughs> the doctor doesn't know. Two and a half hours. I have no idea. Literally, just maybe this is it. Try this. Like, yeah, yank your crank. Okay, cool. <laughs> Feel better already. So that's it. We'll be back it. next week. And it's, it's, I mean, it's too bad you're not ambidextrous. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Got me there. Too bad I'm not. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be in way better shape. Yeah. Of course, it's my right shoulder. Of course, I can't it do is. anything. Yeah. When they're playing catch with the kids, I'm like, oh, this is sore. And uh, that's what uh, uh, Luck missed a whole year with with a torn labor, sure. right? Sure. I feel your pain, Andrew. I know where you've been. You should just retire. Just man. retire. Just- All right, guys. This is my last show. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I've been right so much. I've slapped myself out of the business. Can't help myself. Slapped myself. But I got one more show to do. That's a nerdhood episode, and that's uh. We got to talk about wide receiver ones. So yep. let's go with a bang, shall we? Kaboom. Not my last episode ever. No, oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> Where would these guys be without me? At home? It would be kind of weird being at your house with yeah. you. <laughs> I'd be upstairs watching hey, my house with the wife. Heading downstairs. <laughs> hey, guys. Hope you guys have a good show. Kill it today. Make sure you get that extra long and welcome. <laughs> I copyrighted that, by the way. No, I didn't. All right, we'll be back next week for the regular guys. It's our last show before the season starts next week with bold predictions. This year, we're demanding a bold prediction from Matt because he's never done one yet Ooh. in five years. He always lets me do them and he just reacts. And we'll see. We'll need one for Matt. <laughs> and, and we're doing... And we're we'll, doing a we, we'll see. <laughs> Abracadabra, bitches. In the meantime, if you want to talk Dynasty, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. I'm at Dynasty Price. Make sure you check out DynastyNerds.com every single day because we have about two articles, three articles a day dropping on that boy, bad boy. Crazy. So much information. Join our Facebook community. Almost 6,000 members on that thing. Is it that big? Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. It's like 5.8, 5.9, something like that. Yeah. Remember just at 5,000 like a yeah. couple months ago? Jeez, oh, man. Got to update that banner already. Oh, the thing's growing at a rapid pace. I mean, if you want feedback on your dynasty, like if you want to talk like dynasty specific, it's, if you don't talk anything but dynasty, we actually delete the comment or boot you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're Nazis in there. That's uh, probably not a good term to use. No. Nazis. We're uh, very strict. We're helicopter parents. There you there go. There we go. There we go. 
far from the other word I used. Yes. That's not kosher. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're, heli- we're, heli- we're helicopter parents there. It's a great place to be. The Facebook group page. I just ruined that whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. No, it's okay because we edit our yeah, show. We'll just edit that out too, right? Sure. No, yeah, we'll just pluck that right Nobody's out. Nobody's going to hear what I said there. So if you're just tuning back in now, mm-hmm. yeah, we got a Facebook group, almost 6,000 people on there. You can talk Dynasty. You can talk polls. You put a poll up there, you get like 500 results. 6,000, that's about, that's about like 20%, 10%. I don't, I don't know. It's a good percentage <laughs> of the people. Yeah. I'm going to add that out too. Don't worry. It's a lot of people. Wait, we edit these things now? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? Oh, no. Yeah. Why do you think you don't get like a lot of... Comments back. I just edit out almost everything you say. Oh, perfect. It's just me talking. Yeah. Like, who's, who's Rich talking to? He's like, I have this nice voice in the background. Why, why does he talk more? <laughs> he does. I just edit it all out. <laughs> Sh- shut up, Matt. You're muted. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. Check all that other stuff out. Check out Dynasty Nerds. Follow the site at DynastyNerds.com. We're almost at 17,000 followers on there, even. Yep. Which is pretty crazy. Moving nice. on up. Yeah. yeah. We're like neck and neck with DLF and the Ooh. Twitter handle. Crazy. So, if you want to get a sequel with the number one guys out there, well, number one B out there, <laughs> uh, <laughs> give us a follow on there as well. And be sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes because we're only 90 reviews away from 1,000. Holy. And we're going to give away 10 shirts. Nice. I just sent a whole bunch of shirts out. We get the DJ Rich winners got a shirt. We're giving shirts out left and right. And guess what? We'll give a shirt out here at the beginning of the season as well. Hmm. We'll give out Ew. 10 shirts when we get 1,000 reviews. 10 shirts. That's but a lot. Only for Nerd Herd members, right? Maybe. We'll see. Even for, it for everybody. Probably just the Nerd Herd. We're very selfish on there. Join Nerd Herd, too, just for the price of a cup of coffee. You get all kinds of cool stuff. You hear me swearing in the podcast. You get a whole extra podcast. You get a Rankins. You get to buy a sell tool. Eventually, you get a mock draft tool uh, and other stuff coming down the road. And we got some other stuff that's going to come out for the, like, if you if you like watching college players and studying college uh, football players to get ready for this 2020 draft, for the Nerd Herd members, Garrett and our friend Jared have some really cool stuff that we'll be dropping here in season, which yep. is only a couple weeks away. That's going to get you really prepared for the 2020 season. I cannot wait for that stuff. Yeah. Me I personally cannot wait for that. Yeah, stuff. me neither. Yeah. And we'll drop that. We won't even be dropping that on. Well, we'll drop what it is when we do it. Yeah. The first one yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. It's just going to help you. Let me, let me tell you. Make there, your life so much easier. It used to be something out there that everybody loved and it disappeared. Well, guess who's bringing it back? Baby, come back. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> there was a poll about I know. Sing. Did you see that? I, I heard. I, I even saw the poll that, that people wanted you see? to sing, man. Well, there. I mean, there was about 30% that, like, respectfully said, like, heck no. I was one, I was one of those 30%. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I know. Voted, I voted heck no. Uh, yeah, I know you did. I voted for my write-in account at Nice Rich <laughs> and my personal Twitter account <laughs> at Rich Dodson. <laughs> so, two. Two nose. Two I go the two nose. You uh, probably also did it at the Dynasty Nerds account too. Probably. I did not. I did not. Three like, for three. I don't really. I don't really. I'm not really on the Dynasty Nerds account anymore. Let's hear you handle that more than I do. Oh, I think you do. Yeah, do. somebody's out there between all that stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so who you, is that? You know, he voted for himself. <laughs> yeah, it's what it, yeah, he's yeah. like. Yeah, he yes. probably voted no. Meanwhile, he's like, oh, double like <laughs> from his from that account, his writer account. Well, we know his writer account is his personal goal. Yeah, account say, it's too. all the same. GMP underscore two one six five seven eight. It was thirty three. It was two numbers. Eight six seven five three zero. Yeah. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> All right. This show's way. We too need long to end this show. Pre-dive show. Okay. Bye bye. Uh, <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.